You've heard the saying, one good thing leads to another? It's true, especially when you're talking about CentOS. Choosing CentOS for your company's rental uniform leads you to the finest service, quality, and innovation. And now it leads you to popular Carhartt branded apparel. That's right. CentOS, the leading provider of rental uniform programs, and Carhartt, the premier brand of retail workwear, have partnered to bring you a new and exclusive offering. It's the Carhartt Rental Workwear Program, only from CentOS. You'll enjoy CentOS's weekly pickup and delivery, professional cleaning and repairs. You'll look good and feel good wearing comfortable Carhartt branded apparel. You'll wear Carhartt to work and CentOS will do your laundry. The Carhartt Rental Workwear Program is exclusive to CentOS. It's easy to get started. Have your company go to CentOS.com for all the details. That's C-I-N-T-A-S dot com. CentOS, the uniform people. Bill Bunkley with something to think about. There is an abundance of issues to be discussed about when it comes to President Joe Biden, his propped up presidency, his embarrassing misspeaks, his disgraceful son Hunter, the extended Biden family's growing and lucrative bank accounts, and now his appalling treatment of his seventh granddaughter, Navy. Joe acknowledges six grandchildren, not seven. Biden's seventh granddaughter, Navy Joan Roberts through no fault of her own, is the beautiful child of Hunter and former stripper Luden Alexis Roberts, a daughter Hunter Biden had to be drugged into an Arkansas court to support. Biden is quick to opine about talking to his grandchildren daily, but not to Navy. She's never heard from her dad, Hunter, or the president. So much for Biden's worthless spin on family values. What a disgraceful example for America's families. I'm Bill Bunkley. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk Tampa. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open. In Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free, 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon, Central Florida. Welcome to this Tuesday edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. I'm still delighted to be back in the U.S. of A. Although, uh, well, I'll tell you what, I certainly have uh, rekindled my love for the land of the Bible. I've rekindled my prayers for the peace of Jerusalem and, of course, for Israel but uh, delighted to be back in the studio this afternoon. We're broadcasting, as usual, all three hours this afternoon on a briefing here on the Bill Bunkley Show. And uh, we're doing that all across Central Florida. As always, if there's an opportunity for you to uh, chime in, if you have a thought, if you have an opinion, and if you'd like to join the show, you can always do that by calling toll-free at 877 
888-943-9673. We'll pick up the, the charge on that if you call from a landline, 877-943-9673. This is the day the Lord has made, and I ask you to join me to rejoice and to be glad in it. You know, we have such a, a blessing because you and I have been called not only for such a time as this, but also to live in a very special country. And I know for many of you that travel abroad, you know that uh, there are many interesting and compelling places all around the globe. But you know, when you're able to come back to our soil, and as a Christ follower, to know the uniqueness of the founding of the United States of America, Now, there were a couple of deists, a whole lot of Christian folk that were part of our founding fathers, but I can tell you there was a unity, a unity of understanding that the principles that are found both in the Old Testament and the New Testament were the the foundational recipe, not only for the 13 British colonies, and yes, We were under a king at one time. And I can tell you that part of my family on my father's side, uh, they were loyalists. They were loyalists to the crown. Of course, we hail from uh, the Bunkley family, hails not only from the British Isles, but over on the eastern side towards Saxony. Uh, We were landowners and had a, a lord or two back in our family history. Uh, But back at the time of the Declaration of the Independence of America, well, they they stuck with the British side, and that's how they ended up uh, in Georgia. And, in fact, uh, if you've ever been to the Cumberland Island National Seashore, look very closely because you'll see the Bunkley Trail and Bunkley, Georgia. And uh, still, uh the hunting lodge or the inn that's on the north end of the island that was uh that was built and that was um um our property now it's been owned by the chandler family out of atlanta and yes that's the coca-cola family but unfortunately uh the federal government under jimmy carter condemned the whole island and basically forced us to sell it to the government but all in that area, for those of you that know the history, that's very deep in a British uh, loyalty. But nonetheless, to come back and to know that the recognition that the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of Israel, the one true God, was acknowledged. And before we even had the founding, we had people who were coming here, crossing to sea, coming to claim this land for Jesus Christ, coming to dedicate this land to establish a beachhead, and then from here to go all throughout the world. And we have seen such great evidence of that over the last 200 years. And so I want to tell you that as I have been in Israel, we took our pilgrimage there. Unfortunately, um, we did not get to take part in the first uh, several days of our pilgrimage. 
Uh, we were uh, caught up in the affairs on the weekend of the 24th of June with both Newark and Dulles and United Airlines. We actually got stuck in D.C. for three days. And uh, the net net of it is is that uh, we got our group uh, to Israel for four full days of, of touring. Uh, that uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. But uh, the time that I was there, I become more and more uh, aware of the important partnership between the United States of America and Israel. And the fact that when you look at Kufi Citizens United for Israel, when you look at our support as uh, evangelical Christians for Israel, um, know that if if you pray for the peace of Jerusalem and if you uh, pray and understand that this is the, the land that was uh, staked out by God for the 12 tribes of Israel so many years ago, and that if you pray for Israel to have the right to her homeland as they have come back, just as the Bible prophesied, you may not realize it, but you are a Zionist. Now, a Zionist is really loosely defined as that person who supports uh, Israel being in control of the holy city. And, of course, you have Mount Moriah, you have Mount Zion, uh, you have the city of David, and the boy later in the week will probably have a chance to tell you about the exciting things that we saw at the Pool of Siloam. And I've got exclusive pictures of about, it seem to be eight or nine uh, men all lined up. They are expediting the dig there at the Pool of Shalom. And so um, we've got a lot to talk about. But, but, but this unique partnership, and the reason why I say that is Donald Trump followed in the footsteps of Harry Truman. Harry Truman in 1948 was the American president who went against the advice of all of his advisors and said, yes, America will recognize Israel having her own homeland. Now, it was chopped up pretty bad in as much as uh, Israel only got uh, a landmass about the size of uh, New Jersey, which is like a postage stamp. And uh, as I challenged you yesterday in the third hour, if you were to take out your Bible or go to Google and to um, type in uh, a map uh, of the area that was assigned to the 12 tribes of, of Israel. You know, 10 of them were west of the Jordan River. Two of them were on the east of the river. And look at that huge landmass. And when you understand that, then you understand that what President Trump did, not only to move... What no other president was willing to do for years and years. You know, Congress passed a law a long time ago that we would recognize the capital of Jerusalem and that we would move our embassy there. But it kept getting put off six months, six months, six months. President Trump and now brought that embassy right there in Jerusalem. He also did something else significantly. I can tell you that uh, those uh, pilgrims who were with me in, in Israel for the first time, uh, we took them up on top of the Golan Heights. Not only 
at the, one of the northernmost points of the Golan Heights as you are looking into Syria. And to the left, you're looking into Lebanon. But also as we drove back south and they got a real idea when you're perched above the Sea of Galilee that in 1967 when Syria and the Syrian army held all that high ground and all they did was fire artillery and tank rounds down on the people of Israel all in the Valley of Galilee. And so we know, uh, we took them up, and our folks now know how important it is for Israel to have control of the Golan Heights, and President Trump recognized that. But when I come back, I want to tell you a little bit, I'm very concerned because the Biden administration has been working to undermine Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, and uh, right now, as our own Central Command, based right here in Tampa, Florida, is conducting an exercise called Juniper Tree or Juniper Oaks, I can't remember which, preparing for the day when either Israel goes it alone or we stand with Israel and we have to do that long-range mission from that area into Iran to potentially take out nuclear weapons deep in bunkers. And uh, we may even have some of our own flight crews from our wing here at MacDill Air Force Base because a main part of the exercise is uh, aerial refueling. So I'm excited, but when I come back, I want to tell you my concerns that's happening right now with the Biden administration. Now, our phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. I'm your host, Bill Bunkley of The Bill Bunkley Show. Absolutely praising the Lord to be back here in the U.S. of A. Don't go away. Be with you in just a moment. When it comes to hiring an AC, plumbing, or electrical contractor, finding one you can trust has always been a challenge until now. Cornerstone Pros. Commitment to quality surpasses customer standards. You can count on the technicians at Cornerstone Pros to go out of their way to deliver an exceptional experience. That's the cornerstone difference. Call 813-291-0522. For service like it ought to be, fair, fast, and friendly, call Cornerstone Pros. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. You need to repent of your sin, turn from whatever you know is wrong, and trust Christ. Not tr- not Christ in religion, not Christ in church, not Christ in, in good deeds, but Christ in his atoning death alone. 
nothing else than the Bible says that Christ will establish a relationship with you that will involve forgiving your sins and taking you to heaven. Verse by verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. Weekday mornings at 6 here on Faith Talk Tampa. I'm Bill Bunkley, excuse me, your host of the Bill Bunkley Show, back in our studios this afternoon. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673 as we're broadcasting on Salem Radio all across Central Florida. Now, what we're going to be doing this week and today, um, we're going to be talking about various aspects in a chronological order of the four days that we were in Israel. I think you're going to find it very informative, very educational from many different points of view, not only historical, not only a current day, a political uh, prophecy, et cetera, et cetera. There's so many dynamics of that. So we'll be doing that off and on with some of our regular uh, segments for this week. And, of course, we're broadcasting on Salem Radio all across Central Florida. Now, you know that I love history. And I love presidential history. So let me ask you a question. Without going to Google, if I were to tell you I will give you $20 million if in the next one minute you can tell me who was the 20th president of the United States. Now, obviously, I'm not offering you anything for that. I'm using that to get your attention. And the reason is that we have a lot of rich American history. And we're doing our young people such a disservice, not even to hit the high points. But you know, from time to time, as uh, I love biographies and I love research. And so today, we're going to be talking at the bottom of the hour about the 20th president of the United States that served in the year 1880. Now, I'm not going to tell you who he is. You'll find that out in just a moment. But this book is by C.W. Goodyear. He'll be joining me at the bottom of the hour. From Radical to Unifier. And this is the first comprehensive biography and decades of the extraordinary life of America's 20th president. Mr. Goodyear charged the life in the times of one of the most remarkable Americans ever to become president. Progressive firebrand and conservative compromiser, union war hero and founder of the first Department of Education, a Supreme Court attorney, an abolitionist preacher, a mathematician, and a canal worker, 
a crooked election fixer and clean government champion, the last president in America to be born in a log cabin and the second to be assassinated. We'll talk about that president and more at the bottom of the hour. But first, just a little bit of a primer of what I was discussing. I am very concerned about what's happening. Number one, I'm, I, I'm encouraged. I shared yesterday with the press release from our U.S. Central Command about the joint military exercises that that command is now conducting with the IDF. Uh, but some of you may have uh, seen while we were gone that the Israeli Defense Forces had to go into uh, an area in the so-called Occupied West Bank to a town of Jenin. And by the way, that was about 15 minutes or so on the day that we were at a place called Tel Megiddo. And that is a tell is where you've had different um, uh, cities built on top of each other. And then you end up having this hill. There's a hill that overlooks the huge valley of Jezreel, which is the valley of Armageddon. When we were there on top of the tell, we were about 15 minutes north and uh, north and west of Janine. The IDF spent two days in there going after terrorists because it's now a base uh, where Iranian arms shipments are going in and the recruitment of terrorists. A lot of the Israelis over the last year, year and a half that have uh, been killed, uh, a lot of the terrorists uh, are rooted out of this area. And also, you know, you've heard me talk about the terrorist organization Hamas, They operate in the southern border, on the Gaza border. They've also been gearing up operations there as well. So the IDF went in there two days. They dispatched many terrorists. They're now being condemned by uh, the U.N. Uh, Despicable reporting from the BBC. The BBC... um, Ask the former prime minister uh, about Israeli soldiers if they enjoyed killing children. Now, one thing I, I want to set straight, we'll get to the Biden thing a little bit later on after our discussion about uh, the 20th president. Understand that if you do a Google search, look around, you'll see the teenagers that were killed by the Israeli Defense Forces. These teenagers have long been recruited. They are terrorists. And there are many pictures of the kids that were dispatched, the so-called kids, with their rifles, with their grenade launchers. Um, So for the BBC and the anti-Semitism and the anti-Israel uh, effect all around the globe for them to get with the former prime minister and to ask a question in an interview uh, something along the lines does the uh, does the idf enjoy killing children i want to tell you i so roundly denounce that the bbc has a totally inadequate apology said it was inappropriate 
but I want to tell you, that's part of what Israel has to live with day in and day out. And I want to tell you that we're just learning that the Biden administration, through the State Department, Mr. Blinken, allegedly may be funneling money in. You know that there have been civil protests that have been going on. Uh, If you were watching some of our coverage, you know that we had to get through this protest to get to the airport to fly home. Uh, But if you remember, the Obama administration was actually sending money in during their term to defeat President, uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu. Well, Biden administration, which is Obama phase two, they're now fueling the folks that are in protest against Netanyahu and the government. And I want to tell you, I'm so disgusted that we are interfering with Israeli domestic affairs. Got to take a break. More on our president, the 20th president. Be right back. W282CI Tampa, W271CY Lakeland, W262CP Bayonet Point. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. A pair of Amtrak train cars has derailed outside of Washington, D.C.'s Union Station, causing delays but no significant injuries. Both derailed cars remained upright. Jurors in the trial of a Las Vegas police officer accused of a casino heist are listening to opening statements. Prosecutors for the federal government were expected to paint Caleb Rogers as a gambling addict who grew increasingly desperate as his debts snowballed. A storm that dumped two months of rain in just two days is bringing more flooding across Vermont. Many communities marooned by high water. On Wall Street, the Dow had 254 points and the S&P 500 up 19. This is SRN News. This is an important health news alert. Mental health problems are skyrocketing among veterans serving time in Iraq and Afghanistan. A new study finds that of the almost 300,000 vets using the VA medical system between 2002 and 2008, 37% were diagnosed with a mental health problem, 22% had post-traumatic stress disorder, and 33% were diagnosed with health problems, from depression to alcohol and drug use. If you are struggling with controlled substance abuse, anger or negative emotions, fear, anxiety, or depression, call 855-FIX-ANXIETY and try the 3-Minute Solution. No matter what difficulty you have, the 3-Minute Solution can free you to be yourself almost instantly. Call 855-FIX-ANXIETY. And listen to the 3-Minute Solution. Experience instant relief. Call 855-FIX-ANXIETY or go to fixanxiety.org. Harvest Ministries and Kathy and Greg Laurie recommend the new book from Shannon Breen, Love Stories of the Bible Speak what biblical relationships teach us about our faith. You may not have thought deeply about them, but Shannon has. And she's written about them for us to glean from. And the book is called The Love Stories of the Bible Speak, Biblical Lessons on Romance, Friendship, and Faith. And we're offering it to you for your gift of any size this month. Available now at harvest.org. Turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. It's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. 
That's where we come in. The new Salem News Channel, the greatest collection of conservative minds, all in one place. Home to the people you trust. Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Refreshingly honest, always unfiltered. Streaming free on your TV 24-7. Intelligent analysis for intelligent people. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. That's snc.tv. This is an urgent announcement for anyone that's $10,000 or more in debt. Before you make another minimum payment, you need to know there are special programs that can completely free you of your debt. Total Financial Freedom can help you become debt-free in months instead of years. Resolve your credit card debt, signature loans, department store cards, internet loans, and timeshares. Call now at 800-533-6605 for a free consultation. For 16 years, Total Financial Freedom has helped thousands get out of debt. You can feel confident when calling because Total Financial Freedom is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau and a Christian-owned company. Don't get stuck in the endless cycle of payments. You have the right to get your debt resolved and substantially reduce your monthly payments. Call Christian-owned Total Financial Freedom now at 800-533-6605. That's of the Bill Bunkley Show, and uh, we are talking a lot about uh, our pilgrimage to Israel, uh, but uh, we'll be doing that all week. We just got back to the States, but we're going to be doing our normal show routine, and uh, if you're just joining us, this is the Bill Bunkley Show. We're broadcasting on Salem Radio all across Central Florida, and this is our three-hour briefing that takes place every weekday afternoon from 3 to 6, and we are honored that you have joined us. Well, if you've listened to this show any time during the last 17 years, you know that uh, I'm a stickler for history. And uh, when I have an opportunity to uh, talk about a piece of American history or an individual by way of a biography, uh, we try to do uh, a fair amount of that uh, as uh, my protest about how we're not teaching history to our kids. So... We've had a lot of fascinating presidents, and I challenged you a minute ago, and I said, well, don't go to Google, but uh, I didn't tell you who we were going to be talking about, but I told you that if you knew who our 20th president was from about the year 1880, you would know who we're talking about. Well, let me just help you out. We're talking about President Garfield, and I'm honored today to have uh, a scholar that's done a, a great work with uh, a brand new book. It is uh, C.W. Goodyear is going to be joining me. President Garfield from Radical to Unifier. Let me tell you a little bit about uh, our author. He was born in Louisiana in 1993. He moved to Australia and the U.K. while growing up before returning to the U.S. to attend Yale University. In 2016, he graduated with a degree in global affairs and then moved to Washington, D.C. His first book project was a collaboration with former naval officer Chris Fussell 
He subsequently worked in Washington as a ghostwriter before beginning his work on the life of President Garfield. He currently lives in historic Alexandria, Virginia, and uh, we'll give you a website that you can connect more uh, if you'd like to. And uh, shout out to Simon & Schuster, the publisher on this. And uh, with that, Mr. Goodyear, good to have you with us. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me on. Of all the presidents, what was it about President Garfield? Was it his background? Was it the time, the sign of the times? Was it the fact that he was uh, one of the presidents that was assassinated? What drew you to dive headlong into this research? Yeah, well, I found him accidentally as a subject. I began this research five years ago, and I was interested as a researcher in finding a period of American history where the divisions of our society were not exactly like those we're experiencing today, but they were somewhat comparable. And I wanted to find somebody who was resisting the divisive spirit of those times, and I was drawn to Reconstruction in the Gilded Age, so the post-Civil War and then the post-post-Civil War. And I found in the background of pretty much every major national event throughout that time, I found somebody who was present throughout all of them, and that was James Garfield. And not only that, he was somebody who everybody in Washington at that time, regardless of their own politics, was saying vaguely nice things about. And that was a real, very interesting mixture to me, somebody who was present on our national stage for an incredible stretch of time, 1863 to 1881, and uh, somebody who everybody generally liked. It seemed like a fascinating life. And the deeper I dug into him as a person, just the more compelling the subject. And I couldn't resist writing a book about him. He was described even before his presidency as one of the most accomplished Americans of all time. And he's been a real pleasure to write about. At the same time, some could say this guy was great positive strengths, well, some questionable strengths, and, uh, boy, a little bit of a character. So he seems a little complex to me. What say you? He was incredibly complex. He was somebody, he was a radical Republican at the beginning of his career. He had recently been the youngest brigadier general in the Union Army when he was promoted in 1862. He then became a radical Republican and the second youngest congressman in the country in 1863, and he participated in the radical revolution. So he helped instill uh, equality of race before the law in America. And then you fast forward 17 years, and he's no longer this firebrand. He is the last radical still standing. He's this conservative, compromising leader of the, what's left of the Republican Party. And so he uniquely, I think, had a role in much of the progress of that era and then much of the uh, regression of a lot of what was won in that time. And on a personal level, he embodied the politics of compromise and all of its strengths and all of its weaknesses. And he received quite a lot of criticism for that from more famous people. Uh, Frederick Douglass, Ulysses Grant, they all said Garfield lacked moral backbone because he was such a pragmatist. But he would turn that around on his critics. He would say that being an open-minded, friendly pragmatist in Washington is actually much harder than being a man of partisan extremes. And so he really embraced that. And I think the result, you're quite right to say, is a complex one, but something that I can't quite put my finger on as to whether it's entirely positive or entirely negative and where on that spectrum he lies. So he began his life in a log cabin. So the question I would have, um, his service to the Union side of the Civil War, um, when you're tracking the changes, you're tracking how he, uh, as he grew older, his um, his platform, his worldview changed. Uh, is there anything you can tell us, like 
the Garfield before the Civil War and then Garfield after the Civil War, after he was on the front row seat of a, of a lot of blood and carnage? Yeah, he did dramatically change. But what I found very interesting throughout that time, and this will be relevant to your audience, I think, is the role that he placed in religion and his view of American politics. Garfield was, by his late 20s, he was an incredibly accomplished person. By his late 20s, he was a college president, a state senator, and then also an abolitionist preacher in Ohio. And he joined the the Union side of the Civil War because he thought that the Civil War was God's will. He, He believed that it was actually punishment from the divine for not for the, the union failing to really put a quality of man into its into practice within its realm. And his writing from that time is just beautiful. The way he blended uh, civic religion and then his personal religious views with his view for the country was it's, it's very compelling to read. He said at the beginning of the war, um, may it not be an economy of bloodshed to tell the South that this union seals the doom of slavery, that if the South founds a government actually based on the monstrous injustice of human slavery, it will be a cane among the nations of the earth. He was a beautiful speaker, a beautiful writer, and he was somebody who, on top of his amazing rags to riches tale, you know, you're right, he was the last American president to be born in a log cabin. He had this romantic view of the destiny of the republic. That's a phrase from his inaugural address, and he wasn't afraid of placing God into that vision for in his ultimately progressive vision for the country. Talk a little bit about um, he served in the Congress and then as he begins to uh, have the political aspirations, it's interesting because we may not realize even back uh, going back to the 1800s that, yep, there was a presidential election that uh, was up in the air a little bit, and there was a government shutdown. Talk about that, because this seems to be, you know, the modus operandi for our leaders in Washington today on a regular basis. Yeah, it is. It's um, it's like that Mark Twain line that uh, history doesn't repeat itself, repeat itself, but it sure rhymes a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Garfield entered Reconstruction, having been this radical Republican, and he believe very strongly in a thorough reconstruction of the South. And then political pragmatism and legal pragmatism started setting in, and he started to become kind of the last uh, pathologically reasonable person left in Washington. He became much more of an operator of the legislative gears. And so throughout all these crises, you point out the first, uh, what I'd say is policy of fiscal sabotage in the House, where one party withholds government funds in an attempt to extort policy change from the other. And then you're right, the first disputed presidential election in our history, and what I mean by that is the first one where the, the losing side claims fraud and threatened civil war. That happened in 1876. Throughout all of those, Garfield is the person who's just trying to keep the great machinery of our government functioning. And he writes during one of these crises, the impeachment of Andrew Johnson, actually the first presidential impeachment in American history, He writes, he is trying to be a radical and not a fool, which are two very difficult things to balance. But he sees great necessity in embracing those politics. And I'd argue it's actually a better sign of his personality because he he gets elected president in 1880 after all of these crises because he's the last person in Washington that everybody else likes, that everybody else can stand to be in a room with. And uh, that made him very interesting because obviously he means well and he has these noble ideals for the nation. But he's also not afraid, or I should say, he sees the necessity of sometimes getting his hands a bit dirty in in making deals with unreasonable characters. 
The book is uh, we're talking about is President Garfield from Radical to Unifier. My guest is C.W. Goodyear this afternoon. I highly recommend this book. Be a great, great summer read for uh, July and August and going into the fall. I probably should have asked this earlier. And, of course, when we uh, are letting our audience know about the fact that uh, he was born in a log cabin, I'm always intrigued by individuals in their biographies when they have uh, severe turmoil as they were growing up. So he was, I think, uh, what, two or three years of age. He ended up being fatherless. He was, uh, uh, I guess, navigating canal boats, uh, earning enough for him to get an education. I mean, this was a guy that really was not going to let him circumstances keep him back. Talk a little bit about that because I wish we would have covered that a minute ago, but I think it's important to see the foundations as he as he grows older. Oh, yeah. He was born into an incredibly low standing in American society. Garfield was born in the Ohio Western Reserve, and he grew up as in, in, in a log cabin. He didn't have his father. His father died when Garfield was two. And also, James Garfield wasn't the first James Garfield in his family. He was actually named after an elder sibling who had died before he was born. And uh, so single-parent household, Garfield had to work for the majority of his young life, and that included this stint where he ran away from home to work on the Ohio Canal as a laborer. And, yeah, throughout that time, you, you just see somebody who is just monomaniacally intent on improving their station in life. He wrote... And this is education ended up being a transformative force in Garfield's life. But he wrote after one of his first brushes with education that there was, as he put it, some of the slumbering thunder in my soul. So he had this volcanic ambition from a young age. but And so he was able to really just seize hold of the circumstances that whatever hand he was dealt. He might have had the greatest intellect, I think, of anybody who ever made it to the presidency. But still, after working so hard in life, and by his late twenties, he had come. You know, he had uh, come back and become this dominant force in the part of Ohio he was from. He never quite, and I think this is still true to this day for everybody who in America starts from a low background and ends up, you know, doing decently for themselves. He never quite got over the tough circumstances he was born to. There's a line that he wrote when he was a brigadier general in wartime Washington. And he was, as a lot of people in Washington can imagine, encountering very ambitious young people who were admiring Garfield for how far he had come in life. But this this made him resent them. He didn't like the praise for how far he had come. And he wrote, on the whole, reviewing it all, I lament sorely that I was born to poverty. Let no man praise me because I was born poor and without a helper. It was in every way bad for my life. All right, let's do this. Let's so, do this. I know you're going to stay with me through the break. We've got a hard break coming up. Folks, you got to get a copy of this book, President Garfield from Radiker to Unifier. C.W. Good, Goodyear is my guest. We'll have more. We'll pick it up right here uh, in a moment. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. Oh, my darkest day. Hi, this is Carrie Job, and here's a special word from an incredible pastor in my life, Pastor Robert Morris. I just want you to know this book is a spiritual book. This book is a spiritual book, listen to me carefully, or you'll never understand the Bible, written by a spiritual being to spiritual beings. That's why scientists have such a hard time understanding. The natural mind can't understand it. It can only be spiritually discerned. 
Okay, so there are so many spiritual meanings in this book, spiritual meanings, that, boy, if you ever get in it and you see the spiritual meanings, you won't be able to put this thing down. I promise you. It's not a history book. It's not a literature book. It's an autobiography from God. God himself gave us this book. For more worship in the word, visit PastorRobert.com. Attention Medicare recipients and anyone turning 65. Medicare has approved new benefits not included with original Medicare and older Medicare Advantage plans. You may not be getting all of the benefits you're entitled to, including in-home aids, telephone appointments with your doctors, home-delivered meals and prescriptions. These benefits may be available, and it's a free call to enroll. The new plans may also offer free eyeglasses, free hearing aids, free wellness visits, and gym memberships. Call the Medicare benefits line now. It's easy. Call 800-450-7731. 800-450-7731. Find out if you're eligible for new benefits like meal and prescription delivery, in-home aids, and telemedicine. Some plans may have a $0 monthly premium or zero copays for big out-of-pocket savings. Not all Medicare Advantage plans are alike. The new plans have more benefits for many people. Call 800-450-7731. 800-450-7731. The greatest red carpet you'll ever walk is through your front door. We're Dr. Josh and Christy Straub, marriage and leadership coaches and hosts of the Famous at Home podcast. With a realistic, grace-filled look at the struggles families face today, we cover topics designed to help you become a rock star under your roof. Set healthy rhythms between work and home and build a rock-solid marriage. To listen now, go to lifeaudio.com or search Famous at Home on your favorite podcast platform. Wesley is a truck driver. I drive a truck and I love what I do. A truck driver with IRS troubles. They told me I owed them $43,000. It got really bad. <laughs> Quite a few letters in the mail. They were talking uh, about wage garnishment, coming after my house, my car. Yeah, they, they don't play around. I seriously thought that I was going to lose everything. One sleepless night, Wesley finally made a call to Optima Tax Relief at 2 a.m. Kind of figured I'd get a machine, but I didn't. I actually got to talk to an actual person in the middle of the night. <laughs> he found just what he was looking for. Oh, they were great people. You need a team of people that know what they're doing. Optima Tax, they know what they're doing. Optima Tax Relief came through with flying colors. I saved an incredible amount of money. Happy don't even come close. I was absolutely overjoyed. Take Wesley's advice. If you're in any kind of trouble with the IRS, call Optima Tax Relief. Don't trust anybody. Call Optima for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Janae's Tropicals is your one-stop shop for fruit trees, exotic tropical plants and palms, citrus, and more. Join Janae every Saturday morning at 9.30 as she shares more than 24 years of horticultural experience and hosts other green thumb experts to give you free gardening advice. Janae will teach you to live off the land and love it. Visit Janae online at tropicalfruit.com. Listen to Janae's Tropicals Saturdays at 9.30 and again at 5.30 on Faith Talk Tampa. Cause the God I serve knows only how to triumph My God will never fail Oh my God will never fail 
Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here, your host of the Bill Bunkley Show here on Salem Radio, broadcasting all across Central Florida. We're talking about an important president of the United States of America. They've all been important, uh, regardless of their political persuasion or worldview. Today we're talking about a book I'm recommending from Simon & Schuster, President Garfield from Radical to Unifier. C.W. Goodyear is my guest this afternoon. I got a couple of uh, questions I hope to get in in the the five or six minutes that we have. But I interrupted you. Go ahead and finish your thought that uh, we were talking about just before the break. Saying that uh, Garfield, he was hailed during his life and especially towards the end of it before his assassination as this epitome of the American dream. But he would always wonder what more he could have accomplished if he had been allowed what he called a father and some wealth growing up. And I think that's worth deep meditation over. You know, people who work so hard and accomplish so much, they're always going to wonder what more could they have done if circumstances were different. So his his appreciation of his own poverty and youth are a bit complicated. So I want to talk a little bit because he was an abolitionist, and it always intrigues me because he also had a heart for Native indigenous Indians. Could you talk about that? Yeah, he was part of this generation of uh, American states people who believed in the equality of the races, but who also believed that the cultures of races were inferior to that of what they would consider mainstream Americans. So he had this complicated view where American, Native Americans were, should be given you know, full rights, full access to the same uh, principles that you know, uh, white Americans would enjoy, but that this necessitated them being cleared off their land. And so it's a very complicated historical legacy of that uh, aftermath. It was a strange mix of uh, what I'd say uh, uh, a, a genocidal patriarchal view of what was necessary to create this equal American republic. Last but not least, he uh, suffered an assassination attempt that was successful. Talk about that because uh, also another name from the pages of history, and that's Alexander Graham Bell that you talk about, the inventor of the telephone. Uh, Why was he shot? When was he shot? And then he lingered. Tell us a little bit about uh, the days that followed. Sure. Garfield was elected. He was nominated for the presidency and elected in 1880 because he was seen as the last uh, Republican who all other Republicans could like. He was this surprise unity candidate. And actually, it, it seemed that he was nominated against his will. But he found that in practice, keeping the Republican Party together while he was president was incredibly hard. And so that led to a battle between his followers and then the followers of another faction of the Republican Party called the Stalwarts. And in that fight, Public emotions were so heated that eventually a mentally ill man in Washington decided that if he shot President Garfield, the Stalwarts would be so grateful that they would give this shooter whatever job in government he wanted. And in the aftermath, because Garfield didn't die of the gunshot, he died of the infection, which mm-hmm. which took its course over the following 80 days. And it was probably the most painful way to go, but the result of that delayed death was that the nation rallied around Garfield, and they also came up with all these inventions to try to fix him or keep him comfortable. The first air conditioner was invented to try to keep his sick room cool, and it did work, although it was turned off because it was too loud. But yes, Alexander Graham Bell was in Washington. He had invented the telephone a few years ago, and he was inspired by the idea of trying to find the bullet in President Garfield's body, and that led Graham Bell to create the first metal detector. 
And he used it successfully in trials. And then when it came time to use it on the president, he couldn't figure out why the machine wasn't working anymore. And he only realized too late that it was because that there were metal bed springs hidden in the president's mattress that were interfering with the machine. So it's one of those moments that a uh, remarkable bit of history, but uh, incredibly tragic and poetic when you look on it in hindsight. Last question. If there was just one thing, we've got about a minute left. What was sure. the number one takeaway after your years of research and, of course, publishing the book? What is your number one uh, outstanding takeaway about this man's life and legacy? I think his entire life and the incredible span of it and everything he accomplished and everything he tried to manage for the country from events perspective, it's a reminder that not all of the divisions and all of the crises that we seem to be experiencing as a, as a country today, they're not entirely unprecedented in ways both reassuring and not. We have been through many of these things before. And so I think that's the most important lesson to take from Garfield's life. Well, I'll tell you what, you've made our lives better for uh, bringing this uh, analysis in this book, this biography of President Garfield. The book is President Garfield, From Radical to Unifier. C.W. Goodyear is the author. Um, he's a little bit on the young side, so I think we'll be seeing more <laughs> volumes from him in the future. But uh, thank you so much for being on our program, and uh, I hope that uh, our discussion uh, did well to uh, illustrate your book. Yeah, absolutely, and I'm old in spirit, so rest assured. Um, God bless you. But I, uh, it was great talking to you. Thank you. Enjoy Alexandria. Take care. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. I'm Bill Bunkley. Got to take a break. Don't go away. Top of the hour. A whole lot more on the Bill Bunkley Show. Broadcasting all across Central Florida. Be right back. Scott from the History Unplugged podcast. History can be a bit of a tongue twister with its weird sounding names of people, places, and things, but it really isn't that confusing. History is the story of who we are and how we comport ourselves while soaring to victory in battles over forts, seaports, and cities that fortunately thwarted the schemes of villains and their blood sports, like the 1415 Battle of Agincourt. It's about legal battles in courts, about the contortion of torts over the retorts of consorts that turned into kangaroo courts. I exhort you to listen to History Unplugged on the podcast player of your choice, and you can listen to it while wearing shirts, shorts, skirts, skorts, or jean shorts. Hi, this is Dr. Michael Lang, board-certified optometric physician and certified nutritional specialist, and the founder of the Lang Eye Institute and Fortify Vitamins. I've hosted the very popular Ask the Doctor program since 1993. I educate you on the latest advancements and natural approaches to eye disease and total body wellness. I'm Dr. Michael Lang, helping keep America fit and healthy. The Lang Eye Institute in the Villages and the Fortified Nutrition Center on McMullen Booth Road in Clearwater. Online at fortified.com. And listen to Ask the Doctor Saturday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk Tampa. WTBN Pinellas Park. WTWD Plant City. WLCC Brandon. Faith Talk Tampa. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Biden says he's pleased by Turkey's move to advance Sweden's NATO membership bid. We made uh, all the more historic by the agreement you reached yesterday and the addition of Sweden and how you're going to proceed. I want to thank you for your diplomacy and your courage to take that on. And uh, I want to thank you for your leadership. NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg says Turkey President Erdogan has agreed to send Sweden-NATO accession protocol to the Turkish parliament as soon as possible. Also at SRNews.com, Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell is blasting Democrats for their ongoing attacks on the Supreme Court. 
Correspondent Bob Agnew reports. In a Washington Post op-ed piece, McCullough writes, these escalating attacks from the left betray a fundamental misunderstanding of the court's structure and purpose. He goes on to describe the court as an ideologically unpredictable body that, quote, takes cases as they come and produces diverse outcomes. McConnell cites the court's unanimous decision to strike down Alabama's Republican-drawn voting map and notes some 45% of the court's cases have been settled by unanimous votes. Bob Agner reporting. A pair of Amtrak train cars derailing outside of Washington, D.C.'s Union Station, causing delays but no significant injuries. Both derail cars remain upright. Jurors in the trial of a Las Vegas police officer accused in a series of casino heists are listening to opening statements. Prosecutors for the federal government were expected to paint Caleb Rogers as a gambling addict who grew increasingly desperate as his debt snowballed. The 35-year-old accused of stealing $165,000 from three casinos off the Las Vegas Strip. On Wall Street, the Dow is ahead 244 points. The Nasdaq is up 40. This is SRN News. Let's be real with you. A lot of people are wondering why so many big corporations are actively promoting ideas and values that their own customers don't support. And honestly, this is another reason MediShare is so attractive to people who don't want to use their own health care dollars to pay for things they don't believe in. MediShare is a refreshing alternative. They're a nonprofit ministry. It's a community of like-minded Christians helping each other live healthy lifestyles. There are more than 400,000 members now, and they save a lot, too. Most families save around $500 a month. And member satisfaction surveys consistently show they like it much more than health insurance. So for you, maybe it's time. Find out how you can not only save, but freely choose to be part of something you believe in. Here's the number you can call now, 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE. The prettiest woman in the Netherlands is a man. Officials who run the annual Miss Netherlands beauty pageant have given the crown to Ricky Cole, who is a man living as a woman. He will now represent his country in that ultimate beauty contest, Miss Universe. Puerto Rico is also sending a male representative this year. A growing number of countries are allowing men to compete in the traditionally female events, and it's likely that one of them will win the universe someday. Michael Harrington, SRN News. Voter registration has closed for an election on whether to make it more difficult to amend Ohio's Constitution, the results of which would have immediate consequences for an abortion amendment in the works. Voters will decide whether or not to raise the threshold for passing future constitutional changes from a simple majority to a 60% supermajority. Early in-person voting begins Tuesday for the August 8th election. This is SRN News. Hi, my name is Fernando Cespedes with Family Focus Insurance Solutions. Are you disappointed with your health insurance plan? Do you have Medicare or are you new to Medicare? Are all the options confusing? Then please give us a call at 813-533-3000. At Family Focus Insurance Solutions, we have been assisting our Florida neighbors for years. Our certified staff can meet with you and provide clear guidance with sincere respect. Call Family Focus Insurance today at 813-533-3000. Cable news. Noisy, out of touch, on repeat. Tired of all the lookalikes? So are we. Salem News Channel is here to change the game. 
Streaming 24-7, free on your TV, with the greatest collection of conservative voices. Home to Dinesh D'Souza, Andrew Wilkow, Brandon Tatum, and more. Like you, we say what's wrong and what's right. Unfiltered and unapologetic. Salem News Channel. We're the answer to the mainstream media. Learn more at snc.tv. edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. I am your host, Bill Bunkley, and we're going to be with you for the next two hours as we are each and every afternoon on Salem Radio, broadcasting all across Central Florida. Uh, Good to be back here in the U.S. of A., as I've been saying a few times during this particular uh, show and the last few shows. Want to welcome those of you listening on our News Talk Answer Station, Sarasota, Bradenton, and Venice, AM 930. Always good to have you back with us again. Boy, I tell you what, so much is going on each and every day. Uh, but uh, as we join you this afternoon, uh, critical things are happening, not only in this country, as you know, uh, but I got. You know, I, I, I got to tell you, if you uh, had a chance to hear today something to think about, I thought I'd better talk about that a little bit because um, to say that uh, I was and am a little hot under the collar uh, when I wrote that, and of course it has to do with President Biden and, uh, you know, Sometimes you get to a point in life, and you do what I do, and, um, you know, you, you see a lot of a lot of things that just aren't right, and you can't comment on all of them, and, but I got to tell you, if you'll, just, if you'll just allow me a moment, if you've heard of something to think about, for those of us who are conservatives and Christ followers, we have put up with an awful lot of contrary issues to our worldview with this administration, to say the least. It's incredible. It's incredible that, first off, all the rules have been changed by the liberal media laying down And being a part of the propaganda machine, I believe, of the left of center United States government. And I'm talking about the heads, the department heads that are appointed by President Biden. You know, when you leave the country and you end up getting a lot of questions from people. So I'm I'm out of the country. I'm a talk show host. So uh, automatically people think, well, well. Let me ask him this. Let me ask him that. And there's quite an astonishment that of what we've seen with the cognitive issues of our president, people in other countries are saying, 
man, what's up with that? Uh, how come the American people are, are okay with that? And I'd have to say, well, we're not okay with it, but um, it's a unique storm right now. And in that unique storm that we, we've, just been, we've just been having to deal with this. And then, of course, you get into the questions about Hunter, his son, and uh, you, you get into other people who know, well, how did, how did the Bidens make all their money? I mean, this guy was a congressman before he was a president. He never was a businessman. How is there millions and millions of dollars, not only for him, but for his brother, for his son, the grandchildren? Well, you do the math. You know, whatever profession you're in, you make X amount of dollars a year, and if you're going to amass millions, you're either you're either doing a great job in the stock market or in investments or development or, or something. Well, so you got that hanging out there. And then you, uh, let's just fast track to the point that where you have uh, President Obama opining about his family and how close his family is. And you know I'm all about family values, but I sometimes don't handle hypocrisy real well. I don't always handle hypocrites real well. And so as I've been following the, the Hunter Biden story about the stripper that he got with out in Arkansas, and I'm only saying that because... From all appearances, uh, uh, a love child, that's what the world would probably call it, the secular world. Uh, There was a love child that was born. Her name is Navy. And uh, I've looked at a few pictures. And what a beautiful young lady. I mean, just, but she's, she's a child. And uh, by all... um, but all of what I can tell, uh, though her mom's profession back then would be not be one that I would recommend. But as a Christ follower, we, um, you know, we all take different roads in life. And sometimes we make good decisions, bad decisions. But by all appearances, uh, she's a single mom to, to Navy. And uh, I've seen several pictures of both of them together and. By all appearances, she has taken on the responsibility as a parent should. Uh, but then when I when I hear the stories that Mr. Biden talks about the fact how he talks to all of his six grandchildren every day. Made a point to say, well, yeah, I'm talking to him every day. And by the way, what goes along with that, there, there is some, some question about how many Bidens are actually overnighting at the, at the White House at any given time. Now, that's his prerogative. He's the president. So he's talking about how close he is with his grandchildren. However, it's been a topic the last couple of days. The president has seven grandchildren. Not six. It's got seven. However, he doesn't acknowledge, Hunter doesn't acknowledge, the White House press secretary, and, and boy, I tell you what, she, she has delivered some doozies when it comes to the 
to the quotes that come out of the daily press brief there at uh, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. But as it sinks in that Hunter has got to be one of the most deadbeat, irresponsible guys. And you know I don't normally go out on a limb like this, but this is, you know, between all the partying and then, uh, you know, all of the, the the Ukrainian deals, the the alleged Ukrainian deals, the alleged China deals, and the fact that the Bidens have gotten just filthy rich, and he's right in the middle of it. He's kind of like a, the center of the clog. And to hear the president go on about the fact how close he is with his grandchildren, but then to realize he's got another grandchild. And you know, the mom had to sue Hunter Biden through a lot of delays. Finally, Hunter Biden had to go to Arkansas, finally got nailed like he should have a long time ago for child support because that's his daughter. Now, here what is... Thank you, Chemo. You're, an, you're a gentleman and a scholar. My folks know when I say chemo, they know what's happening. Um, so, as far as I understand, and by the way, I, there's no doubt I'm a, I'm a conservative. I have a, I have a Christian worldview, conservative worldview. But, hey, Maureen Dow, I have good company on this. A couple of days ago, Maureen Dow with the New York Times. I mean, she's on she's on the track before I was on the track to be able to come back in the States because do you realize that Hunter Biden has never spoken to his daughter? Better yet, the President of the United States, he's never spoken to his granddaughter either, granddaughter Navy. And the White House has been uh, told to not acknowledge officially to anyone that he has more grandchildren than six. Of all the things, including his age, and by the way, people are finally waking up even in the Democrat Party, what he's got going on. We already are in great danger, I believe, with his decision-making. We've got our foreign policy that's just upside down, a State Department that's lost, countries that uh, are doing what they want to do to us because they don't believe that we'll stand up to them. But I tell you what, for me, if you're going to talk about family values, You better back up those family values because there's nothing more important in this country than our children and our families. And, you know, I've been railing for a long time about deadbeat dads, sperm donors, who either basically don't spend any time with the kids that they father or they just write a check once a month and have gone on with their lives. And just like we talked about President Garfield in the last segment being fatherless at the age of two, 
What an example this family is setting for the nation. You know, normally we look for the President of the United States to inspire us, to lead by an example. I don't know about you, but to have a president that doesn't even acknowledge a grandchild and then spends all that worthless bloviating about his family and how close they are, it's a real shame. It's real disgusting. And I think that is such a character flaw. I mean, to be honest with you, from what we've seen and report about Hunter's lifestyle, I don't expect anything unless unless that unless that unless that boy gets saved and Jesus Christ truly comes into his life. I mean that that, that guy is just is just a pitiful mess. But you know, his dad, oftentimes dads step in the gap for when their children come up a little bit short. But I just want to tell you that my something to think about was pretty strong, pretty direct. And uh, I usually temper my words a little more than today's commentary. But I want to tell you what, it's just disgusting to me. And you may disagree. Uh, I'm, um, I thought about that when I prayed about it and I said it. But I hope that if you are a dad or a granddad, regardless of the situation, we've got a lost generation in our kids. I don't want to know who you are, but if you got a similar situation, would you would you grow up and be a man? Put on your man pants and get involved with your children and your grandchildren. I'm done. 877-943-9673. Let's take a break. Did you know the human body does not make its own vitamin C? Taking vitamin C is one of the best things you can do for your health, and aqua powders is the best way to get vitamin C. Aqua powders vitamin C is delicious when added to water and provides you with 2,000 milligrams of vitamin C to boost your immune system and increase your energy. Transform your water into wellness with aqua powders vitamin C, available at Amazon. That's aqua powders with a Z, available at Amazon. Cornerstone Pros. You don't allow just anyone into your home, and Cornerstone Pros doesn't let just anyone join their team. Cornerstone Pros technicians are the best of the best. Background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify skills and dependability. Servicing air conditioners, plumbing, electrical, and generators. Call 813 291 0522. For service like it ought to be, fair, fast, and friendly. Call Cornerstone Pros. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? Term Busters, a Christian-owned company, can help. There's a tremendous price war in the term life industry. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45, non-smoker, $1 million of coverage, $75 per month level rate for 10 years. Or a man age 50, non-smoker, can obtain $500,000 of coverage for a monthly premium of $110. Level rate for 20 years. That's right, guaranteed level rate for 20 years. If you're a 
smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At Termbusters, we specialize in policies of $500,000 and above. If you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call today for a quote at 800-558-9940. You're probably paying more than you should. Call 800-558-9940. Remember, 800-558-9940. Sample rate quotes based on preferred non-smoker underwriting. Exam required to qualify. That number for Term Busters, Christian owned and operated, is Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. The phone lines are open on the Bill Bunkley Show, 877-943-9673, 877-943-9673. You can join the uh, the Bill Bunkley Show. Well, afternoon in America. You know, it's so much different in Israel than it is here in terms of It's a country where, even though we have a lot of the younger, and I call them radicals, that have been in the streets, mass protests, et cetera, et cetera. You know what? When you live in a dangerous neighborhood and you are surrounded by dangerous uh, individuals, including terrorists, you know, it's amazing how your perspective changes. And justice is uh, usually pretty swift in Israel compared to, well, justice here in America. When you leave the country and you have a chance to have some some very intelligent conversations with, with others who love our country and are shaking their heads, there's no doubt that because it's kind of like You and I are like that proverbial frog that's in a pot of tap water. You you know how that goes. You, you You take two pots, one pot, you bring it to a boil, hot, hot, hot. In the other pot, you start off with just temperature from, from the tap and you get two frogs. Now, you throw that frog in that hot pot, he immediately senses danger. He immediately knows what's going on in his environment, and boom, man, he's hopping out of that boiling pot, hops on down the road. But the other frog, oh, oh, this is so, it feels so good. I'm a frog. I like to be in water. But then you slowly turn up the heat. 
And it's so gradual, the frog doesn't realize it until it's too late. And it takes his life. That is what we are experiencing here in America. The absolute drift from just common sense. The drift from a country that we were always others-oriented. We chipped in. Our neighborhoods all knew each other. They know everybody's kids. They were watching out for everybody's kids. Not so today. Not so today. And if you stop and think in in your lifetime, just go back 10, 15, 20 years. And imagine how prolonged we have been on the sidelines while things little by little by little get worse. The teaching in our schools. Driving a car, road rage. Violence that's breaking out anywhere, at any time. We now live in a country where, quite frankly, if you're not looking over your shoulder by being prudent and wise, you do that at your own peril. Now, I'm going to tell you, I don't go around, I'm not worried, I'm not scared, you know, but I am aware. Now, as a follower of Christ, I can tell you that I know that there's an appointed time that I will take my last breath and boom, I'm going to meet God. As a Christ follower, it's clear That when we die, if our life is in Christ, we're absent with the body, present with the Lord. And so I ask you, are you prepared this afternoon? Seriously, the next hour or two, how are you living your life? And what would happen if this very afternoon you'd be standing before the God of the universe, the Son? Now, I say that to say, I don't, I don't worry and fear about what will happen to my body. And Lord knows, quite frankly, I'll just say it bluntly, I've been to hell and back with my leukemia, my heart, my, my arteries, neuropathy in my feet, uh, dry mouth because of chemotherapy, Dry tears. Now, I, as, I'm on, as I'm on the air right now, I have a tremendous ringing in my right ear. That came on about a week or two before I left for Israel. Out of nowhere. Tinnitus. Some of, and it's amazing for me to realize the millions of Americans that suffer from some sort of, of hearing uh, problem like this. I got loud hissing and... It comes and goes, and right now this afternoon, for the reason, I've got the ringing going on, and, and it'll drive you bonkers. A little bit more challenging to do a three-hour radio show, but, you know, God's help, Holy Spirit, 
flowing through me. We're, 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 we're trugging along, and uh, we're going to be effective. But when you, when you think about the fact in my life, you know, uh, I want to be aware of what's going on in traffic. Uh, you can't go anywhere, whether it's a movie theater or a mall or anywhere else. You just need to be aware. And when you look at, over time, what has happened to our country, somebody just driving a car who doesn't even know you may just open fire if you pull, if you pull in front of them, especially on the interstate. Same thing when somebody can just can just randomly commit violence and kids are wounded and injured. Folks, we need to put a stop to all this ridiculousness. And I tell you what, I challenge you to look at the principles of the Old and New Testament. It's because we've turned our back against God and the one who created us knows how we should interact. You got to take a break. More in a moment. I'm Bill Bunkley. W-282-CI Tampa, W-271-CY Lakeland, W-262-CP Bayonet Point. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg says the military organization has agreed to allow Ukraine to join when allies agree and conditions are met. He spoke after Ukrainian President Zelensky blasted the alliance's failure to set a timetable for Ukraine's membership. Protesters in Israel blocking highways to major cities in the midst of a countrywide demonstration against the government's divisive plan to overhaul the judiciary. The demonstration came hours after Prime Minister Netanyahu's parliamentary coalition gave the initial approval to a bill to limit the Supreme Court's oversight powers. Stocks finished higher today. The Dow was up 317 points. The Nasdaq gained 75. The S&P 500 adding 29 points. This is SRN News. Let's be real. You're an author writing a Christian book, so you may know this cheery little fact. Old-fashioned publishers reject thousands of manuscripts each year. You know your book is fabulous, but hey, if it's not what a publisher needs, eh, all you need is your book in print. You want it on Amazon. You want to spread the word the way you've written it. So do it. Forget old-fashioned publishing. Publish yourself with 21st century Christian publishing at Zulon Press. Fast and affordable, Zulon Press gives you the power to put your Christian book on the market the way you want it. Zulon Press knows your mission because they have the same mission. Publish your book. See it on Amazon. Be a published author with Zulon Press. Learn more with your free guide to Christian publishing. Visit ChristianPublishing.com. Get your book hot off the press. Zulon Press. Find your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications. The same great people who bring you this nifty radio station. Hi, this is Bill Bunkley. If you are employed in the healthcare industry, I want to ask you, are you getting the most you can out of your relationship with your employer and, more importantly, the relationship you have with your patients? If you are not where you want to be in your career, I want you to consider working for Care Team Home Health Care. Care Team has repeatedly been recognized by the Tampa Bay Times as one of the top workplaces in Tampa Bay, which is an incredible honor. 
The care team environment is that of a collaboration where everybody on the team works together to give their patients the best care. Meaningful job assignments. Pay is commensurate with experience. This is a family-run Tampa company with deep roots in our Christian community. RNs, LPNs, home health care aides, certified nurse assistants, care team is adding to their team. Apply in person at 3311 West Kennedy Boulevard in Tampa. You can learn more at careteamhomecare.com. That's careteamhomecare.com. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-333-1750. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-333-1750, 800-333-1750, or BigLou.com. Bunkley here. The phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. I want to discuss an article in The Hill, the publication The Hill. It's an opinion piece by Merle Matthews. The topic of the piece in this segment is President Joe Biden's life expectancy and its implications. I want to tell you that, yes, we were blessed by Ronald Reagan. Yes, we've been blessed by the wisdom of senior leaders in the history of our country. But when we... When we have a president that is at an event that has nothing to do with Great Britain and comes up with God save the Queen. When the president is looking for somebody who died two or three years ago in another occasion. A a president that when he's not reading the teleprompter, whenever he gets off script. It's a disaster. Now we're hearing that. Apparently, Mr. Biden is not a real nice guy to work for. In fact, uh, 
he seems to be pretty proficient in using all manner of profanity, just communicating on a daily basis with his White House staff. Now, some people say that you get a little more crankier the older you get. I don't know. I'll let you be the judge of that. But let's talk about this proposition in the hell because it should go into your decision making. Now, age isn't the only factor. I know people who are 80 or 85, even 90, who are highly, highly, highly functional. And I mean functional with um, uh, their their uh, physical body, functional with their mind, functional with their communication, highly functional with their judgment. And then, well, there's other folks that are at 80 and, uh, well, it's very natural for some of those faculties of life to diminish. And right now, I can tell you that If I'm the only one, I'll be the only one. I'm uncomfortable knowing that, in my mind, I don't believe President Biden is calling the shots in his own presidency. And, in fact, I have read enough to, to believe that President Obama and his staffers and his influence, it's like the third term of President Obama, And uh, from a conservative world of view or a Christian world of view, some pretty left-wing and I dare say radical people are in the mix making important decisions, uh, decisions from a crowd that likes socialism, uh, that is supportive of teacher unions across the country and their Marxist ideology, wanting to... um, eventually take away your rights as parents over your children. If you don't believe me, you look at the legislation being filed in California. If you're a parent there and, you, you know, you, you try to block your child from having a hormone or a sex change, you know, when they're, what, 10, 12, 13 years of age. But let's just talk about age. In this opinion piece at the Hill, The writer writes, this is a very uncomfortable topic. But given that voters are choosing a president of the United States in just 16 months, it needs to be part of the discussion. And it already is. So the question is, how likely is it in your mind that President Joe Biden would live to finish his second term, if indeed he were to be elected. The opinion piece goes on to say, of course, anyone can die at any age for any number of reasons, but we know there are statistical probabilities relating to death with a small percentage of young people and a large percentage of seniors dying in any given year. Biden is 80 years old. He will turn 82 just a few weeks after the 2024 election. He would be 86 were he to be able to complete his second term. Now, according to the Social Security Administration, 
cohort life expectancy, that's a table, a male born in 1942, that is the year Mr. Biden was born, had a life expectancy at birth of 71.1 years. Now, males born today have a much longer life expectancy, and today it would be 82.3 years. Now, it is true that the longer a person lives, the longer he or she is expected to survive. For example, Social Security estimates that a male born in 1942 who reached the age of 65 on average can expect to live another 12.8 years. Now, for Mr. Biden, that would take him to the age of 84. That's about two years into the next presidential term. The Social Security Administration also provides a life expectancy calculator. And by the way, I I got to tell you, Brian, I, I, I don't go looking up these calculators because I'm going to beat the odds. I'm a cancer survivor, had a bad heart, bad, bad, bad plumbing. Both of those are back up where they need to be. So I got to tell you that some of this, I'm, it pains me to go here because I just don't even go here. I just don't go here. The Lord has my timetable, but we got to have this conversation. Okay. So anyway, a male that was born in 1942 who is still alive today at 80 can expect to live another 8.4 years. That means, again, two years into his presidency. But here's an important footnote from the Social Security folks. The estimates of additional life expectancy do not take into account a wide number of factors such as current health. <clears throat> we mentioned cognitive abilities lifestyle, and family history that could increase or decrease life expectancy. Many people in their 80s are physically active and mentally alert. Take the old guy by the name of Harrison Ford. Now, I got to tell you what, he got a lot of help in that movie. I've seen the movie, and it's a good thing they do a lot of tricks with photography these days. I wasn't really impressed with the him riding the horse uh, through a parade in New York City and then down in the subway. Uh, he got out of a train, the way of a train, real quick in two or three different episodes. But that's what you pay to see. You're not worried about how realistic it is. But anyway, but let, let's give due to where it's due. Harrison's 80 years of age. You look at Harrison compared to President Biden, it's like night and day. Now, how about Donald Trump? The Donald, President Trump, I should say first, but the Donald, age 77, he's, uh, well, he's closing in on 80. But look at him. He's like the male ever-ready battery, the rabbit. You know what I mean? I don't care who you are, left or right, people still marvel at the energy and the stamina and the the campaigning ability of Mr. Trump. I mean, right now, I don't think people are questioning, well, can he go the distance? 
uh, is, is he, I mean, would you say President Biden is high energy or low energy? I'd, I'd say, you know, having to recharge every couple of hours. You know that he, a lot of times, he shuts down at 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and the White House will tell you he's finished. And that was happening while he was campaigning. Remember, he would do an event and said, ah, he shut down for the rest of the day. We'll see what we're going to do tomorrow. Now, I do, I do concede that President Trump likes to define people as low energy. So, But how about O'Byrne? Bernie Sanders, 81. You know, this author says at 81, he's still capable of proposing wrongheaded, socially inspired economic policies with much fever, fever, fervor, excuse me. And in the and investing icon, Warren Buffett, how about Warren? 92 years of age, and when the Oracle of Omaha speaks, I mean, he's got a, he's got a whole gaggle of economic experts at his feet wanting to know what he has to say at age 92. He's got it together. Biden, well, you know he has health challenges. Some people are wondering whether he will serve this term. But you got to ask yourself the question. It's not just whether he lives or not. Is he fully capable? You know, America in the global stage, we, I talked about this earlier about Israel. We, we ourselves, we're in a dangerous neighborhood. For goodness sake, the Chinese have had a listening post in Havana, 90 miles off of uh, Key West. Our government has known about it and have just kind of gone along to get along because of the of the trade the trade with the corporations in china we're so sold out to china our drugs are made there if you're going to hit a lot of amazon walmart target if it ain't china it's vietnam cambodia we are so very vulnerable and you wonder especially the allegations of all the sweet deals that Hunter did with Chinese businessmen. And now overnight, or not overnight, but at least the Biden family, even extended grandchildren, millions of dollars in that whole family fortune. Do you really, really want to continue to have him at the helm? And I'm going to say it doesn't matter whether you're a liberal or a conservative. The media gave him a pass. They never, ever insisted on him getting a physical and releasing that to the public. And that's the same thing today. You and I are being flimflammed about the president's health. And I just want to cause your attention to think about that before you get ready to go to the polls. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. 
Two conservative organizations released political ads attacking the left's opposition to school choice and support for abortion on demand. The group Unleash Prosperity Now borrows from my analogy of the late Alabama Governor George Wallace symbolically standing in a schoolhouse door in the early 60s to keep black students out. The ad attacks Democrats and the teachers unions for blocking poor and minority students from escaping their failed government schools. On abortion, a more pragmatic approach might be effective. Polls show large numbers of Americans oppose late-term abortions and abortions when the baby can live outside the womb. In a no-personal-responsibility era, pro-lifers need to start with where the majority are and include women who regret having abortions, saying if they had more information, they would not have had them. The left most likely will counter with ads from women who say they're glad they had their abortions. The counter to that is to feature people who survived abortion and are happy with their lives and women who were abortion-minded but changed their minds and are shown with their happy children. It's a tough battle, but one worthy of fighting. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, That sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want to plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. Very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 855-90-BIBLE. That's 855-90-BIBLE. 855-90-BIBLE. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk and actual results may vary. Oil and natural gas keep going up as the Russia conflict escalates. Get in on the next major oil boom now and help the U.S. with your patriotic investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you're an SEC-accredited investor and have at least 25000 liquid now, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects and a huge tax savings for this year. If you invest in oil and natural gas, you're allowed to write off nearly 100% of your investment in the first year. Goldman Sachs is projecting oil to go up to $100 a barrel, and natural gas is the fuel of the future and trading at record prices. Call 800-287-6691. Encore Energy is a major your investor and experienced operator in its core area of operations. Call now and learn how to deduct 100% of your investment and create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. Call 800-287-6691. That's 800-287-6691. The best way to protect your family from the effects of a hurricane is to make a disaster plan. In the same way you plan for your family, it's important to also make a plan for your pets. Making a pet plan ensures you know what to do for your pets when a storm threatens your community. You can locate pet-friendly shelters, find a list of supplies you may need to bring with you, and other information that can help you and your pets evacuate quickly and safely by visiting makeapetplan.com. This message is sponsored by the Florida Division of Emergency Management, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station.
Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. This is um, our last segment of hour number two shortly. Boo-hoo-hoo-hoo. I got to say goodbye to those of you listening on AM 930, The Answer, Sarasota, Bradenton, and Venice. Before we go, a couple more things on Mr. Biden and his uh, senior moments. But I'll remind you that we really need you to, to, to stand with us. I need you to make that text message to Congress. You know, uh, we still have a full court press trying to convince the major automobile manufacturers with all these new EV cars uh to not to go ahead with their plan not to put AM radio in those new cars. You're really going to be at a disadvantage if that happens. Now, the Ford Motor Company has said, no, 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 we hear you. We're putting AM radios in our cars. We've, uh, well, before I went to Israel, we, we had uh, many members of Congress that signed on to a bill that was sponsored, at least in the Senate, by uh, Texas Senator Ted Cruz. But, um, we need to continue to uh, generate an overwhelming number of calls and uh, by way of a text, I should say, text messages. So if you would just do this, just takes a second. If you just pull over, do me, do me a huge favor. Text AM to 52886, AM to 52886, that's AM to 52886, and tell Congress to keep AM radio in cars. It's just that simple. Tell Congress to keep AM radio in cars. I want to tell you that uh, we got 100 stations with Salem Radio, part of Salem Media Group, all across the major markets in America. And you know that the next time we have a hurricane and things get knocked out, many of you depend on AM radio. And, you know, I'm here for you. Captain Matt Bruce is here overnight. And uh, when everything else goes off, we're here. And uh, I can tell you, uh, you know, some of the departments in Congress are not happy about this either because especially our emergency broadcast system to keep people involved in whatever the national emergency is, AM radio plays a role. All it takes is a $20 part to put in these cars. And so let's, uh, let's stand together. Let's not let the car industry dictate what's good for us. Text right now, AM to 52886, AM to 52886. Tell Congress to keep AM radio in cars. Well, we're going to take a, a break at the top of the hour. For those of you on our News Talk answer stations, uh, Jay Sekulo uh, is up next. He'll be briefing for the next hour. I'll be on for the entire next hour. And guess what? We are going to take you to the Sea of Galilee in Israel. We're going to take you to not only comments from our guide of just a few days ago, Boaz Shalgi with EDI Travel, but Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold, his show will be up at 6 o'clock today. Pastor Yankee shared a little bit about uh, walking with Jesus as we were floating on the Sea of Galilee, spending time with the Lord, looking around, orienting all of what happened around all of the compass points there on the great sea. And we're going to bring you that audio coming up in the next hour. And we'll be bringing you excerpts from our trip uh, all this week. So uh, stay tuned. Now, I'll just say this. Biden is president of the United States. 
This is from the opinion piece in The Hill. You and I know that's one of the most stressful jobs in the world. Every president that we see go in, you see them age before our eyes by the time that they leave. Remember that this job is the commander-in-chief making important decisions, including decisions concerning nuclear weapons. So I'm just asking you, for those of you who are Christ followers, this is something certainly to pray about. But I want to tell you, when you think about our adversaries, think about what happens if it's President Harris. What if Joe Biden is elected, something happens, he can't serve after X amount of months? Think about the resume and Kamala Harris being president. We all know already how President Vladimir Putin waited until Trump was out of office and Biden was in to invade the Ukraine. We also know the Chinese President Zing, Xi. He's been waiting for Biden to be out of office and Harrison because some say that's what he's waiting for to invade Taiwan. A lot to think about. A lot to pray about. And it's not too early to begin doing both. Well, I'm Bill Bunkley. We'll take you to the Sea of Galilee. And we'll have an opportunity to talk about our pilgrimage to Israel coming up next to the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. Be right back. like you're trying to push a boulder uphill wearing skates if you run or manage a local business today you're challenged like never before we get it and we want to help we're Salem Surround we're a full service marketing agency that'll help you increase your customer base by designing incredibly effective plans to reach your consumers day, night and everywhere they might be if you're a local business and want to see what Salem Surround can do for you go to surroundtampa.com remember surroundtampa.com today Faith Answers with Pastor Gary Roy. God's message today is so important. Know that you're saved by grace through faith. And there's only one way to come to Christ, and that's God's way. The Bible says if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart God raised him from the dead, we will be saved. And those who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Faith Answers with Pastor Gary Roy. Saturdays at noon on Faith Talk Tampa. WTBN Pinellas Park, WTWD Plant City, WLCC Brandon. Faith Talk Tampa. Download the Faith Talk Tampa app or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. Democrats are moving ahead with plans to impose more public accountability on the U.S. Supreme Court. Bob Agnew reports. The Democrat-controlled Judiciary Committee says it will mark up a bill next week forcing the court to adopt ethics standards and impose the same disclosure standards used by members of Congress for things like gifts and travel. The idea began as what Republicans call an effort to delegitimize the court's 6-3 conservative majority. If so, the effort will now be complicated by revelations. Liberal Justice Sonia Sotomayor used staff members to pressure libraries that hosted her speeches to buy her books. 
earning the justice some $3.7 million since she joined the court. Bob Agner reporting. A storm that dumped up to two months of rain in two days in Vermont and other parts of the Northeast brought more flooding Tuesday to communities marooned by water, including the state capitol, where a dam just upstream was threatening to overflow. Vermont business owner Troy Caruso says a supermarket and shopping center in Ludlow where he is were wiped out, as was a steakhouse and possibly a burger joint he owned. A disaster. Uh, Main Street, a lot, of, a lot of businesses racked on Main Street. Flooding is uh, pretty much subsided almost at this point. The main culvert in town let go. Um, it, it's, it's probably worse than you see on the news. Meanwhile, even desert residents accustomed to scorching summers are feeling the grip of an extreme heat wave smacking the southwest this week. Arizona, Nevada, New Mexico, and Southern California are getting hit with 100-degree-plus temps and excessive heat warnings. To add insult to injury, the region has been left high and dry with no monsoon activity. Phoenix is poised to hit a 12th consecutive day of 110 degrees or higher on Tuesday. On Wall Street, the Dow by 317 points. The Nasdaq rose 75. This is SRN News. Yeah, it's... Jessica, this is the happiest day of my life. Right up there with the day I bought my RV and insured it with Progressive. Man, I love that thing. There are a million fish in the sea, which I'm reminded of every time I bring my RV to the lake, but I vow to love and cherish you just as much as I cherish campsites with full electric and water hookups. I'm so sorry. Protect your beloved with an RV policy from Progressive. Take as little as four minutes to see what you could save at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Stop overpaying for wireless. There is a better way. Pure Talk saves the average family about $1,000 a year on the most dependable 5G network in the U.S. You can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of high-speed data for just $30 a month. If you're ready to cut your wireless bill in half, dial pound 250 and say keyword spend less, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, dial pound 250 and say spend less and make the switch to Pure Talk today. A trigger warning for the Lord's Prayer. It comes from Stephen Cottrell, the Archbishop of York and the second most powerful man in the Church of England. At a recent gathering, Cottrell told other clergymen they should be aware that the words, Our Father who art in heaven, can be, quote, problematic for all of us who have labored rather too much from an oppressively patriarchal grip on life. The Church of England is currently debating the use of gender-neutral pronouns for God. Michael Harrington, SRN News. A Nebraska mother has pleaded guilty to giving her 17-year-old daughter pills for an illegal abortion last spring and helping hide the body by cremation. Under a plea agreement, 42-year-old Jessica Burgess has pled guilty to several counts and will be sentenced in September. Her daughter pleaded guilty in May and will be sentenced later this month. Last summer, a man pleaded no contest to a misdemeanor for helping the women bury the unborn child's remains on land that belonged to his parents. This is SRN News. Hun, we need to stop putting off getting life insurance. I know. It's just been so busy, and I'm sure the cost is out of our budget. Well, Jen told me that they got a $500,000 term life insurance policy from Ethos for less than $23 a month. All online with no complicated forms and no medical exam. All they had to do was answer a few health questions. Wait, no medical exam and all online? I know, right? It's not easy to think about, but if something happened to you, James and I would be... Okay, I get it. Let's get a quote from Ethos right now. Wow, you were right. There's no medical exam. And Ethos makes the whole online process fast and easy. 
And look at these rates and coverage options. It's great protection and totally fits our budget. Ethos. They've removed all the barriers from getting coverage. Go to checkethos.com to get your free online quote. That's checkethos.com. Quote based on a healthy, non-smoking, 30-year-old male with a 20-year term policy. Rates may vary. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk Tampa. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. We are back for our number three of the briefing. Eleven days in the month of July in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm Bill Bunkley, your host of the Bill Bunkley Show for... Some of you who may be new to the area, uh, we're broadcasting all across Central Florida. Uh, you are probably listening, if you're listening in your car, from somewhere from the Gulf of Mexico to the west, all the way to the Atlantic Ocean and the beaches there in the east, all points up and down the very important I-4 corridor, all the way up to, uh, well, Hello to those of you in the villages, Ocala and Gainesville, over on the coast to the north, Bayonet Point, uh, and then moving southward all the way through Bradenton, Sarasota, and Venice, all the way down to North Fort Myers, North Cape Coral. We've got you covered right here, and uh, this is essential radio listening here as part of the Ministry of Salem Media Group. And uh, this is a show of, um, of opinions from a Christian worldview and a conservative worldview. But you certainly are welcome to share your point of view as well. Our executive producer, of course, is uh, in the house today. That's uh, Mr. Brian. And the phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Well, we just came off uh, well, an extraordinary pilgrimage to what was supposed to be Jordan and Israel. Uh, we got tangled up the weekend of uh, the Wagner Group that was moving on Moscow and other things that were going on. And we went to, we flew out of Tampa and we got to Dallas International Airport on the night of the 24th. Pulled away from the gate twice, then our flight got canceled, and you might have heard of the mess. United Airlines is pointing at the FAA. FAA is pointing at United. It was an absolute meltdown, and uh, we were stuck not one, not two, but three days in D.C. Now, when you're taking a 10-day pilgrimage and you're traveling – Two of those days, to and from, 
because we were scheduled for nonstop flights out of Dallas, first into Amman, Jordan, and then flying back from uh, Ben-Gurion Airport, Tel Aviv, Israel. Well, our excursion to the Jordan had to be canceled. And we lost two days of touring in Israel. And it took us till Wednesday night and Thursday by going to four different cities. And again, thanks to Mrs. Bunkley, who is a 28-year veteran uh, in the airline business. Um, All the planes are full, summer travel. You have a plane go down. United didn't have any extra planes. And uh, it took us dividing up our group. Brave, brave pilgrims because they had to go on their own. One group flew from Dulles all the way across the country to San Francisco, then boarded another flight nonstop to Tel Aviv, Israel. Had another group that had to fly from D.C. to Chicago, O'Hara, and then they got on a flight nonstop from Chicago to Tel Aviv. Yet another group had to go to Newark International Airport uh, in Jersey and fly nonstop. And then uh, myself and Mrs. Bunkley and and others, uh, we flew the flight from uh, Dulles to Tel Aviv. Now, the reason for that is we couldn't get everybody on, um, you know, can't get 30 people on any particular group flight. So, anyway... Uh, We had four uh, remarkable days in Israel, and I think if you were to speak to any of the pilgrims that uh, were on our excursion, uh, all the feedback that I'm getting that uh, for what they were able to do and see, and we we added some extra, we added some things that we missed for a little bit longer day, et cetera, et cetera, but they came back. Uh, like everybody does, just absolutely transformed, changed, uh, just a remarkable experience. So what we're going to do is, and I mentioned this yesterday, our original plan was the week that we were gone, I uh, recorded an entire program for that Monday, giving you an introduction of what we were going to be doing the following week, the, the following days of that week. So Tuesday through Friday, I was going to come to you live from Jordan and Israel uh, from 3 to 3.30. This is a three-hour briefing. And then uh, we were going to capture the audio uh, and the lectures throughout the day, and we were going to bring you those lectures. There's a seven-hour time difference. Our engineer, Robert Haley, was uh, on the trip. Uh, he, was, he did a magnificent job capturing uh, all the lectures then taking that audio and uploading it. And remember that we had um, a brand-new motor coach, a brand-new Volvo motor coach with Internet and power. So he was uploading. uh, The plan was to upload those lectures, and then Brian here would turn those around in time for the 3.30 to 6 o'clock hour. Well, it turned out I only had an opportunity to broadcast Friday, and we broadcasted. Uh, not just for 30 minutes, we went ahead and went into the evening because I felt so, um, it just felt terrible the fact that we put in so much planning to provide for you in a very interesting week. And because of uh, being stuck in D.C. for three days, all of those plans came for just about naught. 
But we still have a lot of the audio. And so this week, in addition to some of the regular topics uh, that we cover in the Bill Bunkley Show, uh, we're going to be taking you in chronological order of some of the things we did while we were in Israel. And so um, our first full day in Israel, uh, we got up. And let me remind you that by the time we got there, our hotel uh, was on the shore of the Sea of Galilee. We were on about the seventh floor, this is Bunkley and I, facing to the west with a magnificent view there in Tiberias of the Sea of Galilee. Two mornings of remarkable sunrises over the Golan Heights and, of course, reflecting off the Sea of Galilee. And we've got some posters there. And Peter, one of our pilgrimage uh, partners, got an absolute spectacular shot of the sun coming across the mountains. And we'll be posting some of those in the days ahead. Uh, But that day we began, that was Friday morning, we began with a short bus ride down to the docks in another location to board a vessel, uh, just our group, to go out uh, into the Sea of Galilee and to shut off the engines and to uh, had a couple of uh, presentations. One was Boaz Shalgi, who is our guide. In a moment, we're going to bring you his description of the Sea of Galilee. And then uh, we're going to bring you an opportunity to hear from Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold as uh, he uh, also shared there on the Sea of Galilee. So those two we're going to be bringing you, plus uh, I'm going to give you a little bit of an introduction about the Sea of Galilee. Now, the Sea of Galilee is located in northeast Israel in an area called the Jordan Rift Valley. And uh, the source of the replenishment of the Sea of Galilee comes from Mount Hermon, the headwaters in the beginning of the Jordan River that flows into the Sea of Galilee. Now, the Sea of Galilee, it's about 13, 12 or 13 miles long. It's about seven miles wide. And so whenever you're reading your scriptures about well, when Jesus went down and they were casting their nets or they went out and the storm rose or they went across the lake and uh, healed uh, the man of the gatherings and, and all of the evil spirits that were in him were put into the swine. They ran into the Sea of Galilee. All of that happened in this very historical place. Now, the surface area of the Sea of Galilee is about 64 square miles. Uh, putting this into perspective, the um, the volume of the Sea of Galilee is about uh, 0.96 cubic miles, and depending on the level, the average level of the water there, I think right now is about 141 feet deep. Now, do know that the Sea of Galilee it isn't really a sea; uh, it's a lake. Now, when you go to Israel, pretty much there's two things you're going to see, and both of them hold the record books. You're going to see the lowest body of water 
on the face of the planet and the next to the lowest body of water. When you go to the Dead Sea, further south than Israel, that's just this dead and there's no life in it, that is the lowest freshwater lake on the globe. Now, the second lowest lake in the world is the Sea of Galilee, and it's about 209 meters below sea level. I think that's about 1,200 feet. I may not get that calculation straight. It is the largest supply of fresh drinking water to Israel. Now, you also know that the Sea of Galilee is also known as uh, Kinneret because of its violin shape. And Kinneret means violin in Hebrew. It's also sometimes referred to as the Sea of uh, Gensineret. And that uh, actually refers to a plain to its western side. Millions of tourists and pilgrims come to the Sea of Galilee each year. And remember that Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, which he declares, Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. That occurred in Capernaum. And that's a region to the north of the sea. And we're going to bring you uh, Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold also uh, preaching at uh, one of the high bluffs in the area of where the Sermon of the Mount took place, as well as lectures in Capernaum. And so um, we're going to take a break. When we come back, you're going to be hearing from uh, Boaz Shalgi, our guide, as he gives us an interview to our visit to the historic Sea of Galilee. I'm Bill Bunkley. You're listening to The Bill Bunkley Show here on Salem Radio Central Florida. And again, our phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. I'll be right back. know that most people do not have any estate planning? If you die with no estate planning documents, the state will make the decisions for you. Plan for your family's future now. Protect your assets and ensure that your wishes are memorialized in writing. Call attorney Patrick Smith. Patrick has been in practice for 15 years helping people with estate planning and providing peace of mind. He can help with wills, power of attorney, and trusts. Call Patrick Smith at 877-754-6764 or email him at patrick at attorneypatricksmith.com. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800 353-2973 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-353-2973. That's 800-353-2973. What do you have to lose? Call 800-353-2973. Again, 800-353-2973. The Attorney Patrick Smith Show. Today we're talking 
talking about all things related to voting rights and whether or not the voting age should remain 18. Let's go to Tampa and let's talk to Andrew. Knowing what you know now, do you feel you were at the point where you could make informed decisions at 18? Looking back at 18-year-old Andrew, I wouldn't let him do anything. (laughs) Listen to the Attorney Patrick Smith Show, Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk Radio. That's right. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. That's a name that's going to last forever. And uh, how sweet it is to be able to know that you know that you know that you'll be in heaven for all eternity. And one day, one day, we will come back with Jesus. And we will come back to the new Jerusalem. And it's so exciting because we are right in the middle of the birth pains. I believe that we are, of all the generations over 2,000 plus years, have looked for the Lord's return. I think it just might happen in our lifetime. And remember, if we are correct, that the tribute, that the rapture of the church. Be happens before uh, the seven years of the tribulation. Nothing has to happen for you and I, born again, evangelical, real deal Christians, to be to be taken up out of this world. Now that's not the second coming of Jesus. That's just Him coming for His church. The dead will rise first. And then those will follow. That can happen at any moment. And also remember, at any moment this afternoon, as quick as you snap your fingers, you could be meeting the God of the universe. You could be standing before his son, absent with the body, present with the Lord. That's why you never want to put off a decision for Christ. Well, hey, before we hear from Boaz Shalgi in next segment, we're going to give you some extended opportunity to hear of our experience on the Sea of Galilee. I am just absolutely pumped because it's our 20th anniversary of our Pastors Appreciation Day. We're going to be celebrating that, Pastors, on Wednesday, October the 25th, and I want you to mark your calendars right now. Why? Well, we're going to be at the Armature Works again. We'll kick things off at 9 a.m. Our title sponsor is Word of Life. It is our Pastor's Appreciation Day and Ministry Expo. And guess what? 
My pastor is going to be the keynote speaker, a great uh, ongoing supporter of all of what we do in Salem Media, and I'm talking about Dr. Ken Witten, former pastor of Idlewild Baptist Church. I got uh, news um, that Pastor Ken had accepted an invitation to come and to be our keynote speaker on our 20th anniversary, and I got to tell you what, I... Uh, um, Pastor Ken and I go way back to even before he came to Tampa with the call to be the pastor at Idaho Baptist Church. So a lot of decades with he and Jenny and, uh, and the kids and now the, the spouses and the grandkids. And uh, I'm so excited to tell you that uh, got another round of sharing the stage with Pastor Ken. So need to get your uh, reservations in. If you're a pastor, remember, there's only so many seats at the Armature Works. Go right now to www.letstalkfaith.com. Letstalkfaith.com. Right there on the top left, click on the banner on the homepage for the Pastors Appreciation Day and Ministry Expo. Click on that. Give us your name. It is absolutely free. Okay? Absolutely free. Not going to cost you anything. This is the way that we honor you uh, as um, as our pastors, and so I don't want you to miss that, and you certainly are going to have an opportunity for just a, a message. Um, I know how much Pastor Ken gets along with the Lord and uh, how he prepares and how he is just uh, absolutely focused in on uh, the Holy Spirit leading and guiding him. It's going to be quite an opportunity. also want to give a shout-out to our event sponsors. Right now, it's Capital Ministries. It's uh, Glue. It's uh, uh, Prison Fellowship Angel Tree and Travel Cats, in addition to Word of Life. And by the way, if you'd like to be a sponsor for all the pastors coming together, call Steve Baltimore, who is uh, heads up uh, all of uh, our marketing His number is 813-349-8240. That's Steve Baltimore, 813-349-8240. If you'd like for your ministry or business to be a part of this. Now, let's go to the Sea of Galilee. Uh, We are on a boat. The engines have been uh, shut off. And our tour guide, my good friend, Boaz Shaggy, is going to give a brief description of the Sea of Galilee. Let's listen in. We, we will never know who sailed in this boat. Jesus and the disciples could be one of the fishermen, probably, we don't know, but we do know that it was here at the bottom of the sea for 2,000 years. And then during one of the trow, uh, droughts, it was revealed, and there it is. The importance in some of the things, or many of the things that you're going to see in Israel is that you won't have to use your imagination again when you read the Bible. You'll know what it looks like. And when you see this little boat and you think about the storm and how they're panicking inside and Jesus is sleeping, you know, they're terrified. The boat on which we sailed now, which is much bigger than this, even these boats every year, there's like a few times where the boat ride is canceled because of the waves. The waves can be as tall as this ceiling here on the Sea of Galilee. And if you're in this little vessel, it's pretty scary, okay? 
It took them like 10 years to put it in a special container to dry it completely. Then they polished it, and only then they brought it to display uh, over here. So this is the ancient boat. It was made of uh, 12 different timbers. The list is over there. And so go ahead, take a few photos. The length of the Sea of Galilee is 12 miles. It is six miles wide. So like I said, not a terribly uh, large lakes. You have so many bigger lakes in, in America, but this is the famous lake. By the way, I misspoke. We have dozens and dozens of, of cuts. This was not on the boat on the Sea of Galilee. This is inside the museum right next to the boat, uh, the boat dock. This is the ancient Galilee boat. We're in a museum. It's known as the Jesus boat. Very fascinating a discovery and excavation. And to see a boat that was actually one of the fishing boats that uh, matches what uh, Peter and Andrew and the fishermen were using. I'll tell you more about that in a moment. I'm Bill Bunkley, Salem Radio, Central Florida, 877-943-9673. Be right back. W-282-CI Tampa, W-271-CY Lakeland, W-262-CP Bayonet Point. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting for colleges and libraries seeking a big name for a guest lecturer. Few come bigger than Sonia Sotomayor, the Supreme Court justice who rose from poverty in the Bronx to the nation's highest court. But emails show officials frequently found that an appearance by Sotomayor came with an additional benefit for her, namely the purchase of hundreds, sometimes thousands of copies of her books. Sotomayor's staff has repeatedly prodded public institutions to buy her memoir or children's literature. NATO leaders say they will allow Ukraine to join the alliance when allies agree and conditions are met. The plan emerged Tuesday at the annual NATO summit in Lithuania. It came just hours after Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky blasted the organization's failure to set a timetable for his country as absurd. More details at srnnews.com. Yeah. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-460-2890-800-460-2890-800-460-2890. That's 800-460-2890. Are you looking for a health plan? A plan that has dental, vision, hearing, prescription drug coverage, gym memberships, healthy meals allowance, and much more, and you have Medicare or both Medicare and Medicaid? Then call Family Focus Insurance Solutions at 813-533-3000. For over 15 years, our licensed staff has been able to find real solutions for your insurance needs. Call 813 813- 
3,000 for your free annual checkup and your free analysis. This is an urgent announcement for anyone that's $10,000 or more in debt. Before you make another minimum payment, you need to know there are special programs that can completely free you of your debt. Total Financial Freedom can help you become debt-free in months instead of years. Resolve your credit card debt, signature loans, department store cards, internet loans, and timeshares. Call now at 800-533-6605 for a free consultation for 16 years total financial freedom has helped thousands get out of debt you can feel confident when calling because total financial freedom is a plus rated by the better business bureau and a christian owned company don't get stuck in the endless cycle of payments you have the right to get your debt resolved and substantially reduce your monthly payments Call Christian-owned Total Financial Freedom now at 800-533-6605. That's 800-533-6605. 800-533-6605. Remember Katrina? Eugene sure does. Next time on Adventures in Odyssey, Jason learns that she's back in town to help out at Holstein's books. Will Katrina help Eugene's heart, too? Then, eyebrows raise as Jack Allen makes big decisions about buying an antique shop and about his relationship with Joanne Woodston. All on the next Adventures in Odyssey. Adventures in Odyssey. Weeknights at 6.30 on Faith Talk Tampa. I'm Bill Bunkley, your host of the Bill Bunkley Show. Now, I promised you that I was going to tell you about an archaeological find of an ancient Galilee boat that dates back to the time of Jesus and his disciples. It's also known as the Jesus boat. Now, Jesus, there's no uh, evidence that Jesus was in this boat, but it is the boat that was used at this period of history for the fishermen. Now, I'm going to promise I'll get back to that, but I'm going to wait till the final segment because uh, the time that we need during this segment for you to hear from Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold and myself, our comments at the Sea of Galilee, uh, we need to get uh, started with this clip. So we take you back a few days to uh, our pilgrimage. We are on the Sea of Galilee. Our group is on a boat. The engine has been turned off, and we're having a time of... uh, of meditation and a message, and uh, we want you to listen in. So um, come along and uh, uh, be a part of our pilgrimage for just a few moments. We're going to be starting the engine in just a moment, but 38 years ago, I came here, spoke on the same ship, and I was glad because this is the same one that Peter, James, and John was on. (laughs) And if it was good enough for them, it was good enough for me. But isn't it amazing that after all that we've been through, we're together. I can say now we are really united. But um, it's great being here on the Sea of Galilee. 
in a boat and remembering some of the things that we're supposed to remember. The Bible says, of course, and you know this verse, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. But if you remember the next verse, for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And while he walked these shores around here, it was always about his purpose in coming. When he talked about the water, he talked about the living water. When he talked about the bread, he says, I am the bread of life. He said, if a man was to eat this bread, then he'd never hunger. Or if he drank the water, he would never thirst. The purpose of Jesus coming was to pay for the sins of the whole world. Yes, on this very sea, there's a lot of stories around that we find in the Bible. But one of them was whenever they were all on the boat and they saw Jesus coming and he was walking on the water. And Peter says, bid me come to thee. And Jesus says, come on. He got out and actually walked on the water. And everybody thinks about the time that he started sinking. But he got out of the boat. He walked on the water. You know what the other disciples said? I was just going to do that. <laughs> I, was, I was just getting ready to do that. But it was Peter that did it. And now I'm too glad that we don't have to depend on walking on the water. We can just ride in the boat. But there's something that I also want to share with you. And if Bill will hold this microphone for me, I want to show you what he was talking about because we're going to have a baptism later, and it's good for you to know. And this is just a, a good arena to do this in. I want this hand right here to represent you and me. This cell phone represents sin. All of us have sinned. And this is why Christ came into the world to save sinners. Because we've all sinned, we're all condemned. And because we're all condemned, we need a Savior. God says you cannot save yourself. So to go to heaven, you have to be perfect and nobody's perfect. We've all come short of God's perfection, short of God's glory. So Jesus Christ says, since you can't save yourself, he was going to send his son into the world. Now, that's why he was here. That's why all the miracles they did. So you'd believe the story of why he came. Because nobody could do what Jesus did. I preached a sermon not long ago that they actually put it on James Dobson's show called Jesus, the greatest of all time. Now, we know that, um, yes, Tiger Woods was maybe great. Jack Nicholas was a great, but then also Ta. I guess you could say Mike Tyson was the greatest of all time, but then some, maybe Muhammad Ali. But wait a minute. Jesus was the greatest of all time. Amen. No one has ever done what he's done. I mean, he did walk on the water, and he raised the dead, and he made the blind to see and the deaf to hear and the dumb to speak. Nobody's ever com compared to what he's done. And he actually died on the cross and paid for all the sins of the world, came back from the dead. So this hand represents Jesus Christ, God in the flesh, came into the world because he loves us hates our sin because our sin separates us from him. So Jesus Christ, who had no sin, didn't have to die. He came and took all the sin of all the world, paid for it on the cross, and came back from the dead. Sin has been paid. And you can't know you're going to heaven until you know you can't go to hell. And the reason that I can't go to hell is because I don't have any sins to pay for. Christ paid for my sins 2,000 years ago. So if he paid for mine and he paid for yours, that means he loved you so much. He would rather die than live without you. Think about it. He loved you so much, he'd rather die than live without you. So he died just so you could be with him. 
He loves you that much. So he paid for all your sins, came back from the dead, and the only thing he wanted you to do, the only thing you can do, is where you believe he did it for you. So when you believe he did it for you, he puts that payment he made to your account. And that's why you could say, I know I'm going to heaven because I have no sins to pay for. And the reason I know that I can't go to hell in the future, he paid for all of those sins too. Time I'm born to the time I die, Christ paid it all. And all he wanted me to do is to believe it. So when I believe that God saved me, when you believe it, he'll save you and give you the free gift of everlasting life. And he says, I'll never cast you out and never lose you. That's why he told his disciples, follow me and I'll make you fishers of what? Fishers of men. I'm fishing today. I'm trying to catch a few fish. And some fish are hard to catch. Some seeds fall upon stony ground, the mine. So I hope that what I've said made sense and you trust Christ as your Savior. All right, let's have prayer, shall we? Father, we do thank you so much for this time together. We thank you so much for sending your son so that we could have the free gift of everlasting life. But, Father, that in this life we also have bodies that don't always do well. And so we just pray that you would heal them and raise them up to good, strong health so they can enjoy the rest of the days that we do have. We thank you for this day, this moment, and pray, Lord, that most of all, if there's anyone here who's never trusted your Savior, they would see that there's nothing else they can do except believe that you did it for them and that you would give them eternal life. So thank you, and God bless everyone here in Christ's name. Amen. Whenever you consider what Christ has done and who he was, that he died on that cross and paid for our sins so he could give us as a gift, the free gift, eternal life. Remember, it lasts forever. So when we talk about knowing we're going to heaven, you have to know what he did. So when he paid for our sins and he gives us eternal life, it's not temporary life. It's life that lasts forever. I trusted Christ as my Savior when I was 18 years old, a couple years ago. <laughs> so when I trusted him as my Savior, he saved me. And he says, like the water, when he told the woman at the well, he said, if thou knewest the gift of God and who it is that saith unto thee, give me to drink, thou would have asked of him and he would have given thee living water. In other words, water that you never have to drink again. In other words, because I was saved 63 years ago, I never have to do it again. There's no story in the Bible where anybody was ever saved and got lost. There's no story in the Bible, no scripture that ever says somebody got saved, got lost, and got saved again. The reason because God says, I'll never cast you out and never lose you. And once you trust him as Savior, you have eternal life, and you can know that you're going to heaven when you die. And I'll close with this verse. God says, these things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life. The only way you can know it is that it's free. If you have to earn it, you'll have to wait till you die to find out if you made it. And God says, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us. And now for the great Bill Bunkley. All right, a couple things, and I just want you to take a moment, because we're going to be, um, we're going to be starting the engine in just a moment, but I want you to look around and just take a moment to take it in. I'll tell you a couple of things. First of all, uh, there on the eastern side of the Sea of Galilee, that is where they went on the other side and they encountered the mild man, the gatherings, and the whole, this, the devil spirits were put into the pigs, went into the Sea of Galilee. To orient you here is Capernaum on the north end, 
uh, as well as the Beatitudes we'll be visiting, as well as Bethany by the Sea. Uh, we're talking about the hometown of Peter, Andrew, and Philip. You're going to be going in the synagogue where Jesus, you know, actually preached in the synagogue at Capernaum. Tiberius is to my left and your right. Jordan River comes out of Mount Hermon. You're going to hear a lot about that in a moment, but orient you, that's the north. A lot of snow the last couple of years, Boaz just said, so that is the main water supply into the Sea of Galilee. Behind me, it will enter, it will enter into the Jordan River. Just a few hundred yards from where it goes into Jordan River is a place where you're going to be baptized. So remember that this calm lake can be a tempest, just a tempest overnight. But I want you now to look at the hills. We're going to be doing some driving, a lot of stops. But every time you look out that window, I want you to remember that Jesus and his disciples were walking up and down these mountains, walking up and down these hills for three years. And if you can imagine the heat and uh, what they were enduring, they didn't have food bars and all that kind of a thing. But I just want you to take in the moment before we go back, because so many of the Gospels are like 75% in this area, but you just look around the shores. Just imagine Peter out all night when you got up this morning, bringing in his fishing boats and the nets. And then imagine, if you will, uh, when Jesus was resurrected and the disciples all separated. The fishermen came back to Galilee. They were out all night. And as they were coming back to the shore, they saw a fire. And they saw somebody standing by a fire. And as they got closer to the shore, it was Jesus. And he had breakfast on the fire. And it's the fish. So I just wanted to set the mood because this is a pilgrimage, not just sightseeing. And I want you to really appreciate so the Holy Spirit can, can teach you, just inspire you. And I want this to be a special time. And it was a special time, and I encourage all of you, I believe that every believer, if uh, the Lord grants the financial resources and the time, I believe that all believers in Christ should do what people have done for thousands of years, all the way back to the Crusaders and the Crusades. Uh, a lot of negative things about uh, oh, what those individuals did, but... They were there to keep the pilgrimage trails from Europe all the way down to Jerusalem open because pilgrims, Christian pilgrims, were coming to see and to walk in Jesus' footsteps. And uh, as you know, you can still do that today. I believe that everybody that has the financial resources should go to Israel at least once in their life. The second time is really fulfilling. And remember... The new Jerusalem is going to be coming down from heaven, and we're going to be living in the new Jerusalem. So why not go and check it out today? I'm Bill Bunkley. I'll talk about the Jesus boat in just a moment, the ancient Galilee boat. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Show me what 
Bunkley here. I want to take a moment to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being a listener to this station. Whether it's our Fate Talk stations across Central Florida or our answer stations blanketing everything north and south of the Skyway, without you, there's no reason for us to be here doing what we do. And of course, what we do is not like anything else that's out there in the old or new media. In this day and age, we do not take this responsibility for granted. And so I would also like to take this opportunity to encourage you. If you agree with our messaging and want to support our efforts, there's no better way to do so than to support the great advertisers you hear on our stations. If you learn about a product or service here, please consider patronizing that business the next time you're in the market for what they have to offer. And if you have a business that could use some effective marketing, well, radio still very much gets results, and you can get started by calling Steve Baltimore at 813-349-8240. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Are your deductibles too high? Or are you completely uninsured? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Healthcare Help Desk can help you now when people need help the most. Health insurance laws and rules have changed. If you have Obamacare, are uninsured, or your premiums are too high, call Healthcare Help Desk. It's free. New healthcare plans are available, and you may qualify for dental coverage and lower copays and deductibles. Make the free call now. Top quality coverage at the lowest prices anywhere. You may be paying too much and not even know it. In these troubled times, health care is more important than ever. Don't let another day go by without health insurance. Policies are being offered with very low copays and deductibles. So if you're uninsured, underinsured, or paying too much, call Health Care Help Desk. 800-820-6058. 800-820-6058. Hi, this is Bill Bunkley. If you are employed in the healthcare industry, I want to ask you, are you getting the most you can out of your relationship with your employer, and more importantly, the relationship you have with your patients? If you are not where you want to be in your career, I want you to consider working for Care Team Home Health Care. Care Team has repeatedly been recognized by the Tampa Bay Times as one of the top workplaces in Tampa Bay, which is an incredible honor. The care team environment is that of a collaboration where everybody on the team works together to give their patients the best care. Meaningful job assignments. Pay is commensurate with experience. This is a family-run Tampa company with deep roots in our Christian community. RNs, LPNs, home health care aides, certified nurse assistants, care team is adding to their team. Apply in person at 3311 West Kennedy Boulevard in Tampa. You can learn more at careteamhomecare.com. That's careteamhomecare.com. If you'd like a smartphone that's really smart, download the OnePlace.com app, the app that will inspire your faith daily and provide answers to the biggest questions of all. OnePlace lets you download your favorite pastor's programs and listen even offline or in airplane mode with easy connections to your Bluetooth speaker or dashboard. To download your free OnePlace app, visit the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Store for your Android device and search for OnePlace. That's OnePlace. You need to repent of your sin, turn from whatever you know is wrong, and trust Christ. Not, tr- not Christ in religion, not Christ in church, not Christ in, in good deeds, but Christ in His atoning death alone. Nothing else And the Bible says that Christ will establish a relationship with you that will involve forgiving your sins and taking you to heaven. Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. Weekday mornings at 6 here on Faith Talk Tampa. 
Bunkley here with the final segment of the Bill Bunkley Show. Honored to be with you. Honored to uh, spend some time with you. Today we um, took you back a few days ago to our experience on the Sea of Galilee. After we returned uh, to the dock, then right next door we went to uh, a very important museum. It's a museum that you heard Boaz speak uh, speak to uh, in the segment before the last segment. And it's uh, where the ancient Galilee boat is at. It's also known as the Jesus boat. It's an ancient fishing boat from the first century A.D. It was discovered, and I remember this, way back in 1986 on the northwest shore of the Sea of Galilee there in Israel. Now, the remains of the boat, it's 27 feet long, it's 7.5 feet wide, and it's uh, uh, the preserved height of about 4.3 feet. Now, what happened was, in that year, you know, you have different amounts of snow that goes, uh, that, that lands on Mount Hermon to the north. And by the way, Mount Hermon, in a regular year, it is a huge ski resort, uh, snow skiing. And you can kind of look that up on, uh, you'd be surprised, look that up on uh, YouTube. But it was uh, a couple of years where there was a drought, so the lake was going down. And that's when they saw the upper ribs of this boat as the waters were receding. Now, it's a first century Galilee fishing vessel. Uh, but other than that, there is no evidence connecting the boat to Jesus or his disciples. Now, the remains of this ancient Galilee boat were found by the brothers Moshe and Yuval Lufan. They were fishermen from the kibbutz Genesar. This comes to us by way of Wikipedia. The brothers were keen amateur archaeologists with an interest in discovering artifacts from Israel's past. And by the way, there's artifacts all over. I mean, if you are into archaeology, Israel is a place to be. Anyway, it had always been their hope to one day discover a boat in the Sea of Galilee uh, where they and generations of their family have been fishing. So when the drought reduced the water level of the lake, the two brothers examined the newly exposed breach and stumbled across the remains of the boat that was buried in the mud next to the shore. And so the brothers reported this discovery to the Israeli antiquities authorities. They sent out a team of archaeologists to investigate. And as a result, the team investigated realized that the remains of the boat were of tremendous historical importance, not just to Jews, but also to Christians. And so an archaeological dig followed, undertaken by members of their kibbutz and the Antiquities Authority, and a lot of volunteers. And I want to tell you, they worked on this, and remember that they had to use foam once they got it up. It was very fragile, 
and it was protected by not being out in the air. And so I don't have time to go into all the details, but uh, from the fact of it being discovered and surveying it and getting it out of the mud and protecting it from the oxygenization, and uh, they, they basically put foam all around it and then took it in, put it into water to preserve it, and uh, right now, if you go on pilgrimage to Israel and you go out to see a Galilee, make sure that uh, on your trip, you'll have an opportunity to go to uh, the museum right there on the shore of the Sea of Galilee. It's in between Tiberias and Capernaum on the northwest shore. But make sure you stop in and see the ancient Galilee boat. It is really a, an experience. And even though this is not the boat that Jesus and, you know, maybe Peter or Andrew's boats, uh, but you get a real idea of uh, 12 disciples plus Jesus being in this vessel. And uh, your mind just begins to get a real clear, accurate picture of when you're reading about all of those historical accounts of Jesus and the disciples on the Sea of Galilee. The fishermen tossing their nets on one side of the boat, and Jesus says, toss them on the other. And, of course, bringing up the fish with the silver coin. All of that just comes alive, not only being on the Sea of Galilee, but also seeing the boat. Well, that'll wrap up this Tuesday edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. Hope you've enjoyed our program today. Uh, We're going to have other opportunities every day this week to take you back to Israel on our pilgrimage, and I trust that each and every one of them will be interesting and educational. But until tomorrow, thank you so much for tuning in. I'll be right back with you at 3 o'clock for the entire three-hour briefing of the Bill Bunkley Show here on Salem Radio, Central Florida. Until then, God bless and good afternoon. Attention, your money is now controlled.